We have another kind of Halloween-themed episode, slightly. It's a spooky, goofy time today on the podcast. Yeah, we're talking about vampires. And creative would-you-rathers. We'll tell you if vampires are real or not, so stay tuned for that. And how real they are. How present. Like, on average, how many would a person know? In your daily life, how many vampires are you crossing? Yeah. More than you think. And the Would You Rathers is kind of a game that we like to play a lot of just proposing weird situations to each other. So we found some really cool ones, and Ian sometimes goes off his rocker a little bit too much on them, but I think it was good. I think I contained it very well. (laughs) We stayed on the rocker for these. If you think we were wrong or missed any good points, let us know and enjoy. I'm Emma. I'm Ian. And this is our podcast, Nobody's Talking About Everything, Solving Nothing. If we get lucky, we might solve something. Vampiric entities have been recorded in most cultures around the world at all different periods of time. Vampires refer to a creature that subsists on the essence of the living, commonly blood. Typically blood. Um, What else? Flesh. Oh, of course. Yeah. The body and the blood. Yep. Mm -hmm. The term vampire did not exist in ancient times. Blood drinking and similar activities were attributed to demons or spirits who would eat flesh and drink blood. Even the devil was considered synonymous with the vampire. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder why the, the blood obsession? Well, it's supposed to be that they need that as fuel. Because they kill. Why else would they be killing? Just for fun. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Vampires strongly originated in folklore from Eastern Europe in the late 17th and 18th centuries. These tales form the basis of the vampire legend that later spread to Germany and England, where they were subsequently embellished and popularized. Vampires are sexy. During the 18th century, there was a frenzy of vampire sightings in Eastern Europe, with frequent stakings which means that you're impaling somebody. Mm. Frequent stakings and grave diggings to identify and kill the potential vampires. Even government officials engaged in the hunting and staking of vampires. Despite being called the Age of Enlightenment, during which most folkloric legends were quelled, the belief in vampires increased dramatically, resulting in a mass hysteria throughout most of Europe. It's funny that they're like, all right, to kill a vampire, we must drive a stake through its heart or something like that. Because they, back then, didn't really know much about what constitutes somebody as being dead. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. But it's also just funny that they're like, all right, to kill a vampire, you need to stab its heart. And then they just stab any human. They're like, human dies. See, I told you, he died. He's a vampire. No, they're staking dead bodies. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, they stake them down into, like, the... They stake them through their heart to make sure that they can't come back alive. I mean, that's just playing it safe. Yeah. We don't do that now? No, we mummify the hearts that we have for heaven. Mm, the canopic jars from the mummies. Yeah. <laughs> we already went over all the mummy stuff in a previous episode. Now we're on to vampires. And you might say, because in there I said to identify and kill potential vampires. You might say, like... How are they identifying these? Well, apparently part of this is tied to the fact that 
they used to bury alive a surprising amount of people, like accidentally, because they, like I said, didn't really know what constituted being dead back then. They didn't know, you know, is it your brain stopping? Is your heart stopping? Stopping breathing? Things like that. So they would dig somebody back up and they would see fingernail scratches mm-hmm. in there. Or they would see that they bashed their head. And so their brain would be all mm-hmm. bloody. Mm-hmm. And so that would be their proof that they came back alive. Mm. That was a rough time to be alive. Because if you took like a really good nap, all of a sudden you could just wake up. In a grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some cultures where that happened so much. They would like... Put a little string with a bell. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the grave man would just like wait for... <laughs> if they buried 48 people that day and he hears like six bells, he better start digging quick. I guess they don't want to just give you longer. Because like you're not coming back alive after a full day. Yeah. I mean like how quick are they just burying these bodies? I guess they just really stink and they can be dangerous for disease back then, you know. It's just like Uncle Jerry just took a nap and we just threw him out. <laughs> The body cart was driving by and it was only about a half an hour he was out, but we figured. <laughs> Early folk belief in vampires has sometimes been ascribed to the ignorance of the body's process of decomposition after death and how people in pre-industrial societies tried to rationalize this, creating the figure of the vampire to explain the mysteries of death. Just so like they created a lot of things to explain the mysteries of life and death. Yeah. Like vampires, religion. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, Jesus was a real god, wasn't several novels in the 1800s became very popular and provided the basis of the modern vampire legend most attributes that today we often associate with vampires have only been around for 100 to 150 years Mm. dracula was first pictured with a cloak and a large collar in the 1920s when stage productions used it as a way to show a vampire dramatically disappearing it is very dramatic yeah so before that, no folklore or books or anything had ever had a vampire in a cloak. Dracula is such a good name for a vampire. Mm-hmm. Fangs did not appear until vampires started appearing in movies in the 1950s. How in the world would they suck blood? Regular teeth. Just blunt force? <laughs> you know how long it would take to kill somebody or like get blood with just blunt force? No. Do and neither do I. I'm guessing longer than fangs. <laughs> For millennia, vampires were depicted as peasantry and were often described as bloated and of ruddy or dark countenance. Countenance just refers to the skin color. So in the past, they were depicted as having dark skin, whereas obviously in the current times, they're always depicted as pale skin. Modern vampires are depicted as very attractive, formally dressed, and highly intelligent. And yeah, nowadays, like I said, vampires are in. Vampires are hot. Mm-hmm. People like vampires. Yeah, that's like a modern phenomenon to have like, the sexy vampire. It that's, just sells, I think. But then again, that's kind of the modern phenomenon for everything. Yeah, oh. but there's no like sexy zombies. I feel like. Not yet. You might have found a new market. <laughs> Contrary to what most people would believe or hope, there are currently vampire hunting societies. I don't know why you would not want that to happen, because I don't want to be killed by a vampire. I hope everybody kills the vampires. But there's a higher chance that they'll kill you and suspect that you're a vampire, because you have very, very white skin. Creamy skin. Me. Yes. So they might think you're a vampire and might kill you. I don't have fangs. Oh my god, do I have fangs? (laughs) (laughs) Allegations of vampire attacks swept through Malawi during late 
2002, with mobs stoning one person to death and attacking at least four others, including Governor Eric Chihuahua, based on the belief that the government was colluding with vampires. <laughs> Yikes. Isn't that crazy that they were stoning people in 2002? Especially because you kill them with stakes, not stones. Yeah, what's a stone going to do to a person's heart? In Romania in 2004, several relatives of Toma Petri feared that he had become a vampire. They dug up his corpse, tore out his heart, burned it, and mixed the ashes with water in order to drink it. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I couldn't have come up with a story that could get weirder and weirder every word. (laughs) Tore out his heart. I'm like, all right, a heart is the whole thing. I get it. I want to know, it. I wanna know right. like, what is their suspicion? Well, what happened that led them to do this? Well, they thought he was a vampire. But <laughs> <laughs> The main uh, question is, I mean, obviously they mixed the ashes with the water to make it easier to drink. But why'd they want to drink them? Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Functionally, it makes sense. But purpose-wise, I'm totally <laughs> lost. Plus, like, how much of the ashes? Is, I'm hoping they didn't drink the entire body. Well, no, this is just the heart they burned. Oh, okay, good. If they would have been the full body, they'd be, like, chugging a lot. (laughs) In 2006, a physics professor at the University of Central Florida wrote a paper arguing that it is mathematically impossible for vampires to exist. If the first vampire had appeared in 1600, assuming it fed once a month, which is quite conservative, and if every victim turned into a vampire, as folklore suggests, then within two and a half years, the entire human population of the time would have become vampires. <laughs> That's funny. That is very funny. I'm glad that smart people are doing these maths. He's not counting into the fact that what about vampires that just die or be, are killed or... Yeah, all the impaling probably helped a lot. Probably slowed that down. Thank goodness. You're happy that he's doing this. I'm sad that he has to do this. We're wasting professors' time enough to have to dispel... Well, of course, it, this didn't dispel belief in vampires. No one saw those facts and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop believing this. I want to know what sort of insane amount of vampire fan fiction had to impact this person before they got so fed up with it that they said, stop, stop, listen to me. Vampires cannot exist. One thing I like about Twilight is that they weren't evil vampires. Though I guess there were some evil vampires in the books. Two questions. One, who's to say that the entire population of humans being vampires would not... Why is that bad? Because whose blood would we drink? Just each other's? I don't know. We'd just be killing each other all the time? Probably. Animals? That would help with overpopulation. That's for sure. But how would we be vegan then? We'd just be killing people and just Uh, be fine with it? We're vampires. I mean, it's kind of different. It's a little more ethical to kill people. Like if you have to depend on the blood. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's not your choice. Yeah. Also, how do we know that this already hasn't happened? I want to mathematically be shown proof that we are not vampires at this point. I've come to suck your blood. Okay, we have some juicy would-you-rather questions. Which, keep in mind, Ian's answers are almost always like, you can't believe he would say that answer. We'll see. I think that my answers are always... You think your answers are logical? So logical. Okay, we'll see. Made a complete sense. We'll need some other people's input. So if any of you ever sides with Ian on any of these, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be the richest person in the world or be immortal? What are you going with? Immortal. 
I'm thinking the same thing, but right now it seems like the richest people in the world are trying to become immortal. Yeah, but I don't think they're getting there in time. I think they're like 200 years too early. Probably. Or 100 years even. I'm hoping we get a little bit of the extra juice on the end of our life. And also, if you're immortal and you can't get rich from that, yeah, you're an idiot. you'd get rich no matter what. Just go tell somebody, drive a semi-truck into me and YouTube it, and then you just are fine. <laughs> but even if you just live a normal life, you retire at 60 yeah. and you're just chilling. Just retire the rest of your life mm-hmm. if you plan normally. Would you rather go into the past and meet your parents, your grandparents, or somebody like, you know, an ancestor from a long time ago? Or go into the future and meet your, well, it says great-great-grandchildren, but we don't plan to have kids, so maybe like a niece or a nephew. Even just the hypothetical, like cause just to see our hypothetical great-great-great-grandchildren. Yeah. I'd take that one. Just because you're so interested in how the future pans out? Pretty much. I'm just very interested. What if it's horrible? Like, would you want to know? If in 200 years the world is just in a horrible state, would you rather never know that or know it and not be able to do anything? Probably rather know it. That's hard to think about, though, because when this question pops into my mind, I think about going to the future and being a part of this cool, awesome society. And it would definitely suck to say, yep, I'm going to go meet my six generations from now. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're just eating expired cat food out of a tin, huddled around a barrel fire. Yeah, on Mars. On Mars, running from (laughs) space zombies. And then going to meet your ancestors could be cool, but also might be, like, super fucking lame. Mm -hmm. Well, and obviously, they were, like, super racist. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Misogynist. Yeah. They wouldn't like me, that's for sure. Because you bucked the status quo. Yeah. Another one of my ones that I wrote down is kind of similar to this. It says, would you rather be royalty a thousand years ago or an average person today? And this made me think about, because we've talked about, our city has been around for like 150 years. And there's a lot of like historic buildings and houses here. And the houses are just absolutely gorgeous mansions, you know, from that time. And now they're not even the nicest houses in town, but we kind of walk past and think, would you rather live in this amazing house? And they probably had butlers back then and had people lighting their candles and all that stuff and probably had cooks. Like wealthy women didn't even cook back then. Mm -hmm. It'd be very interesting. I wonder what the daily life would be like because like a thousand years ago, no matter how rich you are, you're still shitting in an outhouse. Yeah. And like you're not bathing that often and there's not great medical care and there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yeah. I read an awesome series of books called The Pillars of the Earth, and they're set in like a thousand years ago. And some of the characters were poor and some of them were rich. And it was just really cool to see, like, obviously there was a great difference in wealth, just as there is today. But yeah, like you said, they're still shitting outside. Mm-hmm. And they're still, if they have to travel between city and city, everyone's just on a horse. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're the king or whatever. There's thieves that live in the woods that come out and attack you and try to steal from you. And, and even if you make it fine, a buggy ride sucks and would take forever. Yeah. They didn't even have buggies back then, at least not in the book that I read. Well, They would just go back. They had war horses, though. That's what they called them. They were, like, insanely expensive. Just horses that just kill kill and fuck everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. But I feel like it wouldn't be worth it because I feel like we couldn't make any friends. Like, we can barely pass (laughs) in a town like this now because we're just weirdos and Mm -hmm. we're vegan and liberal and all that stuff, so. Heathens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to probably say average person today. 
Yeah. It works out really well because we're above average people today. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, in some regards. Oh, I guess not in height for you, but... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Hmm. Part of me wants to say jail, but I'm guessing if I had to go, like, actually experience both, I'd probably rather go to coma. Yeah. Jail would be much worse than we'd all think. I think that's the reality. Yeah. Like, hypothetical jail, totally. If I had no cellmate and I had access to every single book and I had guaranteed safety, it would be horrible mind-numbing and insane and it would be crazy, but, like, that's the best-case scenario. That's but in not jail, jail, you're not like safe. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Just the average stress level of every day in jail would be terrible. A huge percentage of the male rape, male as a victim rape, comes from jail. Oh, I wish I had the fact, but remember we looked at those rape facts? It's like so much, a huge percentage of it is the guards. It was like 20 to 1 or Mm -hmm. something like that. That the guards are raping at a rate of like 20 to 1. That's a lot of rape. Yeah. Even though obviously there's way more inmates to rape people, Mm -hmm. the guards are raping at like insanely higher rates because they just have so much more power. Mm Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's horrible. I'll take a coma, please. Would you rather be able to speak any language or be able to communicate with animals? Language. Because you fear that speaking with animals would be disappointing. I think so, yeah. That's most of it. What if you can speak with animals and you find out that they're just like us, just as smart and everything? That'd be really cool, but it'd also be frustrating because that would be really depressing. definitely become a social outcast and only yeah. talk to animals. But I'm saying you would just feel so bad for them. and mm-hmm. So yeah, that sounds just too sad. So give me any language, please. <laughs> but you would get to talk to Len and Sunday. It'd be so cute. Okay. You could tell them to stop freaking. Just chill. It's all good. <laughs> would you rather run at 100 miles an hour or fly at 2 miles an hour? <laughs> That's such a good question. And I want to say fly, but I'm going to say run. I actually edited this question because it originally said 20 miles an hour for the flight. Oh, inst- and I knew you would pick instantly that. Instantly pick that. <laughs> Two miles an hour. <sighs> I wonder what the cutoff would be. 10. 10 is a You'd good, a good 10. number. I'd probably choose 10 flying. Just think about how high you Like, it would be so cool. Remember when I used to think that I could float? Yes. It baffles me sometimes. It baffles me too. <laughs> I had a, like a really weird occurrence in my life where apparently I was like dreaming all the time that I would be floating in the dreams. Just but a I, couple feet off the ground, nothing crazy. Yeah, like maybe 20 feet off the ground or so. Oh, I thought it was like three or something. No, it was kind of high. Apparently, I've been having them for like 10 years. And I just, I guess, didn't think too much of it or about it because I just just been such a part of my reality, I guess. And I was just like kind of in the back of my mind just thinking like, yeah, I just do it sometimes. I don't really think about like, oh, I should do it now. I just do it whenever I want to. It didn't feel like a superpower, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, like I could just like do it. It was just something that just kind of happened. The main times when it would happen, like in the past, was I had memories of doing it with my ex-boyfriend, Joe. And like a few years ago, I was talking with him and I was like... I think it was when we were together and all of a sudden you were like, I think I've been having this dream because there's no way this could be happening. And you were so unsure if it happened before that you said, I'm going to text Joe. Unsure if the dream had happened before? No, you were like convinced that the... That it happened. that, That the dream was reality. Yeah. But you couldn't believe that it was reality. So you just to double check and make sure that you 
were correct with believing that it didn't happen. Yeah. You texted Joe to say, do you remember when I used to like float? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was like literally about to tell you. I was like, oh, you know I can float, right? That might have been what you said. Like I was that sure. And then obviously on second thought. As soon as you said the words like, did you know I can float? As soon as I like thought that in my mind, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And yeah, that was a really weird, really, really, really weird thing. Because I have so many memories of doing it. I'm convinced that you used to do it. Yeah. I think that Joe just Joe's like a vampire or something. Joe either like is a vampire or he just forgot. And you just haven't done it. Or he just thought it was so normal that he didn't even think anything of it. He's like, that's just Emma. Yeah. Yep. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> She's antisocial. <laughs> so another thing would be like how high you can fly would change it for me too. But also my point is kind of like when I would float, it would be slow. You know, like it'd be like walking speed, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was at night and it was really cool. That's okay. Then maybe I'll choose fly. Yeah. I think it'd be worth it. Because so, why so are you going to say fly? Yeah. Because why would you want to run at 100 miles an hour? Just like, for transportation? Fuck yeah. You want to go to the grocery store? I'm going to go to Chicago or whatever. <laughs> it's not going to take us four and a half hours. It's going to be there real quick. <laughs> we don't need gas. We don't need insurance. We're just getting there. Would you rather fix climate change or world hunger? Climate change. Me too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know the intricacies of this magic, but if you chose climate change, it would fix a lot of different things. Like it would mean that we're not on natural gas anymore or oil. It would probably mean people's diets are changed. Like a a lot of things would be different about our society. We have more land for plants, essentially, for humans, and that's a lot better. Less deforestation and things like that. So So, no big deal, but you've had a lot of answers that were very similar to me (laughs) after. Yeah, but these weren't like crazy questions. Mm, Yours are going to be crazy. Mine might be kind of crazy. And then I also wanted to mention that when I was looking for these hypotheticals, there was so many that I found that I thought were completely ludicrous. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even be worth asking somebody because they're either just completely pointless or the answer is just so obvious that it's not even worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down two of them as an example. Would you rather have another 10 years with your partner or a one night stand with your celebrity crush? (laughs) <laughs> if anybody says one night stand with your celebrity crush that's so fucked just up just get a divorce like you're not in love <laughs> like, what are you talking about this might be a controversial thing to say but why would you want to have a one night stand with your celebrity crush like, that's so creepy and like I don't know creepy. they don't even know you mm-hmm, exactly obsessing over somebody who has no idea yeah it's you like are. you've been stalking them As, yeah it's very stalker vibes And then another one that I wrote down is, would you rather be remembered forever for doing something horrible or be forgotten after your death? (laughs) Oh my God. People are so fucking egocentrical. Everyone is going to be forgotten very quickly after their death. And that shouldn't be devastating. Pretty much is like, do you want to be like most of anybody or Adolf Hitler? Yeah. Be a normal guy. (laughs) Buckle up. It's about to get a little spicier. Would you rather have a guaranteed 10K or a 50-50 shot in winning 100 grand? 100 grand. That's what I'm thinking too. But being able to say that's a luxury of not being poor. Very true. Although poor people are playing the lottery the most. True, but they also don't have the option of getting 10 grand for free. None of us do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
They do have the option of like keeping the money they're paying for the lottery, which is guaranteed money. Would you rather have the thrill of a lifetime and maybe you'd be rich? Would you rather have $5 every single day or the tiny, 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 minute chance, same as getting struck by lightning or less, of possibly winning like $100 million? <laughs> All right, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> we'll keep that one. Actually, we'll remember I looked one. it up and the chances of getting struck by lightning is surprisingly high. Wasn't it like one in 2,000? Yeah, when you said that, I was like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I've known like at least two people's uncles or grandpas who got hit by lightning. Oh, really? Mm. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone. Would you rather have a house that cleans itself or $14 a day? So every house that I own in the future will clean itself or just this house forever? Um, just this specific house is somehow magical and I have to stay in this house forever in order to keep that benefit? Or Yep, for this question, yeah. Well, we probably are going to stay in this house forever, so that may be moot. Would the $14 increase with inflation? Yeah. Then I'll take the 14 Ooh, I'm taking a clean house. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning ladies, I think, don't cost that much. No. Almost all of these I modified to, I think, be a harder question. Because this question was originally, would you rather have a house that cleans itself or $100 a day? Oh, yeah. And that's an absolute no-brainer. Yeah. That's not even close. Most people make or don't even make $100 a day at work. That's well over the poverty line, for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you hear some crinkles and crunkles, our dog is crunching. This is a good one. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party, knowing that you will for sure clog it, <laughs> or poop in the bushes in the backyard? <laughs> and this question that was asked online, it said, please hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a similar one where it was like, would you rather wake up naked in the office, like all your coworkers are there, mm -hmm. you only work in an office with one person, but assuming you work in like a normal office, yeah. mm -hmm. or you wake up naked and you're 20 miles from home. Or from, oh my from God. <laughs> oh my God. In the woods. Oh my God. <laughs> I would choose the office, but I I'm would... a woman, so it's different. I'm going to the office too. I feel like there's different risks for different genders. Like getting arrested. <laughs> for men, it's getting arrested. For women, it's getting raped. Yeah. Very different risks. Underwear versus naked is so different. Yeah. The nice thing about the office though is that in theory, if you have an office, you close the door, you have a phone, you call somebody, you wait till everybody's out of the building at midnight and you sneak out to the car. So, so like, you're going to stay in there nude totally. for that many hours? As opposed to covering myself with like books. But not many people have an office. Like hardly no one has an office. Let's assume that when you wake up in the office, your eyes open and 15 people are like looking at you. Like you're on the ground naked. And I'm probably still going with that. Something, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like I just left work. Vampire or something, I don't know. I was vampirically attacked. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, the crinkles is mostly Len playing with her new sloth. She loves it. Um, so to your question, I would rather poop in the bushes, assuming it's not like a half outside party. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. But my mom will go pee in the bushes, even if there's people right nearby. The X factor about this question is that if you clog the toilet, you still have toilet paper. Would they know it was you who clogged it? Could you just leave the party? I mean, you can leave the party, but they'll probably know it's you. I mean, you can always do the out-the-window option. You're going to climb out the window? Depending on the floor that <laughs> the bathroom is on. How many people in America have ever climbed out of a window? Because they clogged the toilet? No, just for even any reason. I have. Really? Because yep. you snuck out of your parents' house? Snuck out of my parents' house. 
I've never... When I was 19, I just walked out the front door. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I guess I was going to do mischievous activities. That's probably why I started. Do unspeakable things. Unspeakable things. You weren't supposed to be going out? Like, that. <laughs> did you have a curfew or something? No, I mean, it was fine. But it's just that, like, sometimes when you're 19 and you go out and you come back, sometimes... They smell you? you they smell you. And yeah. some smells are more suspicious than others. But didn't you, like, take all your clothes off and stuff from somewhere once? No, that was when I was, like, 16. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably also going to go with the poop in the bushes. Mostly because that X factor of the... Or actually, the clogging thing is hard because I like to wipe. Len never wipes, though. She's, she's totally fine. She's really good at that. This one is the dumbest one. Great. So, Emma's gonna hate this. You can replace one finger on each hand with the following. Which would you prefer? A refillable lighter, a six inch steel blade, stainless steel blade, a rechargeable 2000 lumen flashlight, a spork, or a infinite sharpie that never goes dry? None of those would be useful. What would you pick then? <laughs> I would rather just have my finger. Infinite Sharpie that never goes dry. <laughs> right now, with my current life, flashlight. I, think, I think I'm going flashlight because yeah. I take that damn dog outside every night. It's dark as shit in my backyard. Imagine just like pointing your thumb at her every single night. I would not pick the thumb. What would you pick? Probably any... Middle thumb, finger? My thumb would be probably my last choice. Mm. Um, but I think that the flashlight is the best one. Oh my god, last night I was so happy that I had the flashlight when I went outside with our dog because... In our yard was a huge possum, and it went away because of the light. They're so creepy. They're big and creepy, and it wild away because of the bright light I was shining in, right in his fat face. <laughs> when we lost our cat three years ago, we of course went out and searched for her a lot. And one time when I was out searching for her, all of a sudden I was like within four feet of a possum. <gasps> I remember that you freaked out. Yeah. It was like during the day. It was just out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was super weird. Mm -hmm. And then it kept coming by me. He was trying to be like, hey, I'm your cat. <laughs> Take me inside. It's times like that I'm really happy I'm not blind. Mm -hmm. What if I would have taken that thing inside? I probably wouldn't have been out there searching for the cat if I was blind. That's correct. <laughs> would you rather win $100 million in a lottery and it's announced on national TV or $2 million and nobody else knows about it? Because the rationale is that like your family would ask for money or something? Or... I feel like there's a lot of stories of, because it is public, that people have like... Robberies or something. Yeah, or people are always asking for money or whatever. I feel like I'm an unusual person in that I wouldn't care. <laughs> like I wouldn't, say. I would just say no. If I didn't want to give people money, I would just say no. But I feel like we would want to give people a lot of money that we know. That's true. I mean, sometimes it becomes horrible for like family members where you're giving them money every single month or something. Mm, that's true. But why wouldn't you want to give family and friends money? I mean, a hundred million dollars is an insane amount of money. But all of a sudden every single charity in the world is pounding at your door just like They hey, already are. I mean I was sending actual people, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I thought you were definitely say the two million one. I guess Really? If, yeah. Um, I thought that your logic was really good though. I thought you were smarter than I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd kind of like to be honest, though. It'd be kind of nice to just like get $2 million and just like fade away. And just like retire and people would be like, what? What's going on? Yeah, but they wouldn't be too curious because we'd just still be in this house. That's true. Would you rather go to hell or to heaven? Not permanently, but you're just there for like... 
just to see it. Like 30 minutes and you see everything. And, and nothing bad or good's going to happen. explains everything. And yeah, if you're in hell, there's no torture. And if you're in heaven, there's no like euphoric pleasure or anything yeah. like that. So this is assuming that, that they exist. exist. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a pointless question because it's like, would you rather go to like Unicorn Fairyland or like Leprechaun Palace? I'm more interested in going to hell. But I think the nice part about going to heaven is that you'd be able to disprove to a lot of people, like, your idea of heaven's wrong, your idea of heaven's wrong, oh, yeah, all they, your ideas. Because they're very wrong. likely to listen to that. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no answer on your part? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I can't. All right. Here's one that's not as dumb. Oh, if, good. If your child was switched at birth and you only found out two years later, would you want to switch back with your genetic child or just keep the kid that you've already been with? Well, I really liked the show Switched at Birth. I watched like all the seasons of it. And it seems like people have a much, much, according to that show, they have a much, much stronger connection with the child that they raised than the biological child. What age were they switched back at? Well, they weren't actually like switched back. They were kind of like you know, they interacted mm. with both sets of parents, mm. but they were like 16. See, that's just so old though. I mean, like by that point, you've already like... Yeah, but by two, you have an, uh, obviously a huge Two long. The original question was one year. I feel like a one week would make a lot of sense. Yeah, switch it back. Because in a week, you have a, obviously a deep connection with the child. Yeah, if it's like 11 days later, you're like, I don't want that baby back. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather gain all the knowledge from books by just touching them or gain any physical skill by merely watching a video of it? Definitely knowledge. I think knowledge is cooler, but... Skills is more useful. Skills is much more useful and profitable. Like you just become the best skateboarder or something? Pretty much everything like that. What would you choose? Let's say you can only choose like five. What would you choose? Hmm... Skateboarding would definitely be one of them because I've always wanted to skateboard and I absolutely suck at I would it. choose dancing. That's a good one. Cooking. Um, I would I would want to choose things that are like useful. Mm, golf would be very profitable. No. <laughs> <laughs> singing. That's what I'd choose for you. That's a good one. I could I could take singing for sure. Or I could be a singer so we could form our own band. That's a good idea. And then I will take Dancing. Dancing. <laughs> or like Scuba diving. Ooh, kite surfing. Why kite surfing? We live in the worst spot. Well, not the worst, but not the best. Okay. People surf here, which you wouldn't think that, but when it storms, the waves actually get pretty big. The bay. But it would be so nice to just be able to touch a book and, like, it's all in your brain. Yeah. I feel like that would be kind of shocking with novels, though, because, like, all of a sudden you just, like, have the the full impact of the entire story at once. Yeah. Digesting it page by page. And the hard part is then you literally cannot read a book unless somebody else holds it open for you because as soon as you touch it, that book's in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be able to tell your past self one thing or be able to ask your future self one question? Past self. I'm going with past self. I normally am more of a future interested person, mm-hmm. but I think especially if I knew I would like trust myself and listen yeah. to it, I would way rather do that. Yeah. And you would just tell your past self my name or what? I pretty much just say, talk to Emma White and just listen to everything she is thinking with life. And just run with it. Because that would lead you to veganism and no alcohol and your job. And things it like probably that. would have gotten to where we are a lot quicker 
and a lot healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we've talked about if we could switch places with our past self, like with our current brain, when we were like six years old. (laughs) (laughs) We'd like go find each other. Meet me on the playground at Parkview. (laughs) (laughs) But then what would you do? I mean, you'd have to take some tests so you could get out of school. And then you'd go to Harvard. And then you just like shit out at Harvard because you cap out on your knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this kid's a genius. It's like, I feel like if I was put back into the school system. Yeah, you definitely do it way better than you did because you would have all that extra time to learn more stuff. That's true. And I would give a lot more shits. Yeah. Because as my math knowledge rose, my give a shits went down. Mm -hmm. Plus, I wouldn't study math at all, like in high school. I'm fine with the math I already learned. If I have my current brain, I don't need any more math or science. I mean, natural science is very, very interesting to learn. Like I took a astronomy class in college and I really liked it. And I took a geology rock formation class. That was awesome. It taught me like how all the national parks were made. All I know is I need to be with you and you need to know you need to learn more about fossils. Mm-hmm. This is not really a would you rather, but would you take the deal to get $5 million dollars but everybody is able to read your mind. Nobody would want to read my mind. No, that's not how it works. Like, if you're just around them, they know you're what you're thinking. So if you're, like, insulting somebody, which you do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I do a, a really good job of not spending time with people I don't like. That's a good point. You are very good at that. And so I don't feel it's very often that I'm talking with somebody and I'm thinking negative. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a very good thing. I would need, I think five million would do it. One million would not, because I think that. Because you could quit your job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that could potentially hurt my job. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt everyone's job. <laughs> would you rather have free house, free food, and basically every one of your basic needs are met or free, or you have an army of a thousand loyal dwarves that will do whatever you command? Obviously the first one. <laughs> what the fuck? What would I command these dwarves to do? I mean, you could take over the world if you play your cards right. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they have to be dwarves? Ghouls, goblins, whatever you want. <laughs> Why can't they just be regular people? No, that's slavery. Oh, yeah. And dwarves, they don't have any rights. I mean, you gotta feed them and shit. Like, you gotta... The hard part would mostly be, like, where do we house the dwarves? I'm saying, like, they're people. They're just short people. They're not, like, mutant... Okay, a thousand loyal, dwarf-looking robot (laughs) creatures at your bidding. I wouldn't want a thousand creatures looking to me for direction, anyways. Even if this question was, would you rather have the thousand dwarves at your disposal or just, like, cancel the dwarves? I would take no dwarves. Would you rather be murdered or become a murderer? (laughs) Be murdered. Really? I'm going to be a murderer. No, that would not be life No, of course not. But you know how scary it would be to get murdered? Well, it depends how you get murdered. We all assume the worst as if they're going to cannibalize us. No, let's let's even just say you were, like, stabbed 30 times. That's your best case scenario? No, I'm saying that's a middle murder. Like, it could be way worse. It could be way better than that. The most common way to get murdered is gun. I don't know about that. Worldwide, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like, shoved off a cliff. Is it a good or a bad way? 
The death is less painful, but it's very scary. I would rather get shot. That's number one. Yeah. But I'm saying, let's just say, would you rather be murdered and it's in any way except for a shooting or become a murderer and you can't shoot somebody? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to only kill one person. Well, it says you have to become a murderer, so we're going to say two people. But why does a murderer have to kill two people? You're a murderer if you kill one. No, that's just, you can play it off like something happened. Like people have killed one other person, they're not like a murderer. Yeah, they are. No, it's just like something, you know, like that was like, okay, fine. I guess if you want to be a baby murderer, you can only kill one person. Would you rather be controlled by a mantis shrimp for a day and be forced to watch him make stupid shrimp decisions or be the most wanted pirate on all the seven seas for a month in the 1700s? You're right. That is very, very stupid. <laughs> and that one is a listener question. Let us know what you think on that, because that's too stupid for us to cover. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. That was a fun one. Yeah. Are you a vampire? Would you rather me be a vampire or a mummy? Just kidding. That's a stupid question. <laughs> I feel like being a vampire, being immortal would be worth it, kind of. I guess you can't go outside in the sun. That's the downside, right? Vampires have only been immortal for the last like hundred years, actually. That's not what immortal means. <laughs> I'm saying like in our culture, there have not really been any specific mentions to vampires being immortal before they started being in books and stuff. I think that there was because that's why they thought the proof was that they'd dig them up and they had to like bash your head or whatever. Yeah. So how does that make them immortal? Okay. <laughs> come back to life thing. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, well, then what's the downside to being a modern, immortal vampire? Sucking blood and killing. Do you kill your victims or do they become vampires? Same thing. Vampires are undead. No, that's zombies. Vampires are undead. At least that's what it's been until these mo more modern movies have been coming out. Vampires have always been raised from the dead. So you, you, know, you suck their blood, they die, then they come back. That was a good episode, and I think that I proved Emma wrong, and I was extremely rational for every single answer that I gave. Mm -hmm. And I was right for everything I said. As always. Just like usual. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those, I'm happy that we don't have to choose anything. Mm -hmm. So we just joined Team C's, which is Mr. Beast is a YouTube persona who's very large and quite philanthropic. Two years ago, they did Team Trees. And the goal with Team Trees was to raise $20 million to plant 20 million trees. And now they're doing Team C's and they're upping it from 20 million to 30 million in the same time frame. They're trying to get 30 million bucks. Cookies. 30 million cookies. C stands for cookie. Team cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, Team C's like the seven C's. And they're raising $30 million to remove 30 million pounds of trashola from the ocean. So we donated a little bit of money because Team C's definitely want to help out the cause and that's cool that we're able to help clean the oceans a little bit because I'm sure that indirectly we've contributed to that. Mm -hmm. They said that 1% of the rivers supply 80% of the trash into the ocean because in third world countries they have no trash services. So all, everyone's trash just goes like into the street or into the alley or into the and eventually field. Slowly, it makes its way to the ocean. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to put these big boat cleanup robots into those rivers to help try to stop the flow of garbage to the ocean, as well as cleaning up the world's beaches. 
So Team C's all the way. We're on board. And thanks, Mr. Beast. I'm sure you listen to this. Him and Elon Musk normally collaborate about this podcast. They do a reaction YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting our Facebook page up tomorrow. We commissioned a logo for our podcast. Going to be a hot new logo out. I'm sure that the vast majority of you will hear this after you've already seen the new logo. But if you haven't seen it, look at it. Or you might be listening to this podcast because you saw the logo in the Facebook page. In that case, welcome. Yeah, it's amazing. We're glad you're here. It must have been a damn good logo. <laughs> so we're increasing our online presence. We're going to maybe make some stickers. Maybe, who knows, if our logo is dope enough, maybe we'll make some merch. And then we'll give it to everybody we know and love for the next three years, and that's it. <laughs> Until we come up with our next line of merch or what? Until we get a fresh logo, yeah. (laughs) We handed out trick-or-treat candy at my office this week, and it was awesome. We went kind of all out. We did two different types of candies. Stickers, balloons, and glow sticks. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. The kids got the whole smorgasbord. Usually they would grab one of our things and say thanks, and they'd be like, nope, don't forget this. And chuck like five more things at them. Two kids pulled up, dressed as dragons, in a wagon. And the parent pushed the wagon away before they got the balloon. Luckily, Emma was able to rocket throw two balloons into the wagon before the dragons escaped. Mm-hmm. Fucking nailed it. But you can't escape my clutches. I was amazed how many Bodden costumes there were. Which I guess I should stop being surprised by things now. Because I'm always somehow surprised by people's behavior. But Parents don't have any free time. Because they're watching so much TV. Or because they're idiots and because they have children. And so most parents aren't going to be like, oh, let's take the time to make this homemade costume about this character that I don't really understand. And I just put you in front of the TV to shut you up about. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but I would guess like 90% of the costumes were TV or video game characters, internet, TV, video game, movie, something like that. I was able to relate to a lot of them, Fortnite and Minecraft and a couple of the ones, Pickle Rick, whatever. And as time goes on, I'm not going to be able to do that. And that's going to be kind of weird. Yeah. I just was really disturbed by the little boys wearing superhero costumes that have muscles built in. That's horrible. That definitely is a body image issue. Yeah. For sure. Especially the bulging crotches. That's just not smart. Ooh, big advancement. We got PD tickets. We're going to see PD. PD in Chicago. Unbelievable. A new show opened up and we were able to get tickets before they sold out. Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to be in Chicago at the Subterranean, seeing Petey. Cannot wait. I've thought about it 10 times a day for the last six days straight. And talked about it nearly 10 times Almost a day. Almost 10 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. This was really fun. And eat your veggies. Good night. I hope we have some new people joining in on this podcast. Unless you all just started from the beginning. but. So we're going to try to let more peeps in our life know about this podcast from near and far and even beyond. Because we want more listeners and because we think this is the best damn thing since sliced bread. Top 60, but not the best. And so we think you should know about it. You really think it's a top 60 invention since sliced bread? Top 60,000. <laughs> <laughs>